This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Big news has dropped. Uh, Sydney Morning Herald. Uh, Adrian, what's happening? Some breaking news. Mitch Moses last night had, I thought, a pretty solid game. And uh, in hindsight, when you look at what he had to uh, go through beforehand, it's um, an even more meritorious effort. He received death threats in the week leading up to the game, and they were taken seriously to the point where he was given a police, riot squad, and security team escort coming in and out of Combank Stadium. So, yeah, not uh, an ideal preparation for a, an important game, and obviously some imbeciles uh, fans who have, you know, escalated things and uh, sent him some stuff that uh, that just shouldn't happen. But, yeah, not ideal, is it? Any clues to whether they can catch the people? Do we know? No, I think that um, all we know is that the NRL was made aware. They took it seriously. The police have taken it seriously. I'm sure they'll be looking for the, the people responsible. And with all the digital tracing and stuff that goes on these days, um, there's probably a good chance that that said person will be found. Fearing. Disgraceful. Oh, yep. It is. Dis- Did you ever cop any of that sort of stuff in your game or no? Not death threats, but I copped a lot. Yeah. You know the worst one I used to get? And this is just the biggest met- a myth. My taxpayers' money pays for your career. Oh. <laughs> I literally have people coming up to me in a nightclub, and it's not even late. Why are you out drinking? You should be training. My taxpayer money pays for oh. your career. You're like, give me a break. Oh. Was social media not as bad during your career as so, it is now? Is it, it's, probably it not. Probably it, not. So, so Instagram actually came out in 2012. Yep. So I got Instagram just before the London Olympics, but it wasn't massive. Facebook was bigger. Um, but But we didn't know about social media. Like we didn't know that it was a distraction or that people could get to you easier. Like it was probably the first... When, when social media really took off, it was the first time that your average punter or your fan ever had access to a player. Mm. Like no, nobody's ever going to come up to a, an NRL player and say, run their mouth, you know, in yeah, real yeah, life. Yeah, 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 Purely because yeah. f- they'll, you know, get their head kicked in. Mm. But all of a sudden they get a free hit at athletes. It's like, we've got access to this guy. We can, we got a free hit on him. Not only that, he's over there in the Olympic Village. We can let let him know our opinion yep. live. Yeah. And so that was the hardest thing. We had no training in it. We didn't really understand the full workings of social media. And all of a sudden, uh, y- y- your average fan had access to you. So it was, it was a little bit of a difficult time. Now, that one of the first things that happens now, it's the same in NRL, uh, Olympics, everything. You get social media training. The minute, the minute that you you step into the public spotlight, you get training in it. This is how you do it. This is how you switch this on, switch this off. Uh, some managers will have access to accounts and they'll vet messages before they come through and the like. So it's there's a lot more systems around athletes now to protect them. But still you see guys like Latrell get targeted with yeah. racial slurs and stuff. Um, and as much as you tell athletes, don't read it, don't look at it, 
uh, it, it it slips through sometimes. Well, this, you, you see them straight after a game. They're on their phones, aren't they? Yeah, and, yeah. and Adrian, back in the day when I was playing, you know, because people do seek gratification and or feedback. Yep. The hardest thing athletes have, and you may have seen this as well yourself, James, where we're so used to being critiqued as athletes and measured on things that when you walk into media, the media rule is basically no news is good news. So you see so many rugby league players, and I can't speak for other sports, they, and well, Brad Haddon was talking about it with cricket. You go into media and you do your job and no one says anything to you. And yeah. you're sort of like, am I going okay? Well, am I not? And, and everyone falls into that trap immediately. What we had back in the day, the only thing that we'd look forward to on the Wednesday, the rugby league week would come out and we'd all go play to ratings. see. Oh. Play ratings. Right? <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. that would sort of make or break your week. Yeah. yeah. But these poor buggers, you see them in the phones after their sheds and they're no doubt looking up their names. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. And which is inviting disappointment because yeah. it's a cesspool, all that sort of stuff. But yeah. Players, but, but, players know super coach points now as well. So, well there some, you go. That, that's the rugby league week rating, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I know yep. some players yep. that that look into their super coach scores. You would though, wouldn't you? Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, I, I guess it depends where you're at and and how confident or at peace you are with things. If you're a young player and you're trying to kind of gauge where you're at and compare yourself to other players, it's a good metric. Yeah. If you're if you're a Cameron Smith, you would have never looked at it, right? Because no. you're at peace in your own skin. You, you don't feel like you have to prove anything. And you score 100 if, points if, every if week. If you're a player, <laughs> do you have a super coach team and do you select yourself? Or do you trade yourself out and just go and play <laughs> like from, busted at the moment? <laughs> yeah, from the ones I've spoken to, they don't participate in it. But there's a couple of guys I know that particularly look at their super coach scores. I've got no doubt. But I've, I've got no doubt about that, that. That whole social media thing, there's two aspects to it. Like, one, people can say things that they wouldn't say to your face. That's right. And two... If they do say it, say it to your face, as was the case with you, um, James, with the nightclub, yeah. they just think that the thing that should happen is that you should put one on their chin. But yeah. they know that if you, you do, can't. one of their mates is standing there with a camera, oh. and you know, waiting to record it and post it on social media. I'll give you a perfect example of this, and I, and I almost uh, went to bat for this particular player, which is the player you're talking about, Mitchell Moses. So if you've just missed the start of the show, Aiden was just broken uh, Sydney Morning Herald that uh, there was death threats purporting to Mitchell Moses, I left the Monday game, uh, Queen's birthday Monday game, where Canterbury had beaten Parramatta. And I better make sure you weren't one of these. So I was standing at the, you know, the entry to the P1 car park. Yeah. And all the Parramatta players were there, Isaiah Papa League, et cetera. Yeah. And Mitchell Moses was standing there. And these three guys turn up, who clearly had had a few, right? Uh and they just ripped into Mitchell Moses. Oh, you're God. only a, you're a witch's hat, Moses. You're yeah. a witch's hat, Moses. And they're saying that because they are pretty conditioned to know that the Parramatta players can't really do a lot about no. it, even though they, they are in completely in the wrong. Yeah. So I almost – and I felt bad that the Parramatta players just ignored them, which is probably the right thing to do. Yeah. Poor Mitchell Moses got hammered, and I felt like going to task with these players. And, and I yeah. actually had a bit of regret that I didn't. Um but unfortunately, the play, if that was no cameras, nothing, the Parramatta blokes would have kicked the tripe out of them. Yeah. That's what used to happen. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's it's not fair, though, is it? It's like, not fair. It's not right. No. Yeah. And, we... like, who are you, mate? Who, who are you, right, to have been sitting in the stand? You've got no idea what these blokes have gone through, not just in the game, but the week to prepare themselves to get there. Yeah. And you've got the audacity to hide the goal, the temerity, to charge up to Mitchell Moses who's just been beaten, he's shattered, he's given his all, and you're throwing that crap at him? Do, do you find, too, that with the no punching rule in the NRL, all of a sudden 
little little halfbacks and, and wingers have found their voice, oh, and, they, yeah. and they're oh, yapping. Yeah. They'll go up to Payne Haas and give him yeah. a gobful, knowing that yeah. he can't he can't do anything no. about it. Like, you you just can't. You know, they're getting away with stuff that they should never get away this with. This is one thing that really irked me the other night. Right, there's a particular player in the New South Wales team that's got a lot of chat in him, standing over knocked out guys. He's a part of the reason there was quite a bit of aggro in that game, right? Matt Burton. You're talking about Jerome Lua. I'm just talking say. about Lua. That yeah. was the turning point. So he's got a lot of lip in him. Fine. That's part of his game. I'm not against that. But when it actually happens, when it actually goes down, and poor Matt Burton, who is probably one of the quietest guys in that team, right, you can probably tell from the way that fight unfolded, it may be the first fight he's ever had in his life. <laughs> It's not a lot of technique, didn't <laughs> yeah. know what he was doing and was not moving his head at all. Anyway, b- the fight goes down. All right, Jerome Luai, you've sparked the flame early in the game. Where are you now when mm. the actual action's happening? Where was any New South Wales player? Okay, this is where I think that the New South Wales players went wrong. This is why Tino didn't get 10 in the bin. When you run into that, when you run into that scuffle, put a couple on Tino. Guess what Tino's going to do? He's going to punch back. Yeah, then yeah. he goes to the bin. Tino got off scot-free from that, reefed Matt Burton's head near off his Tino shoulders. Had to, had to go. Yeah. But you know how you can you can guarantee Tino goes if you run in and punch him. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell yeah. you, um, so if you uh, missed the charges, so uh, what happened with the striking charge for Dane Gagai, 23% of his match payment. And I like the new rule too, how it doesn't implicate the Newcastle Knights or doesn't implicate yep. the Bulldogs. Yeah. Uh, Matt Burton also got 23% for poor striking. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so that's what about, happened there. It's about 0 from 8 significant <laughs> yeah. strikes. Yeah. 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 up. Yeah, that's exactly oh, right. It was yeah. tough to watch the format, but like, it literally, if if you said to me that's the first fight of his life, yeah. I'd probably agree with you. Like, the poor guy didn't know what he was doing. He's swinging from the the heels hoist, but um, it just it looked ordinary with Tino having mm. a hold of him while he's getting hit. Yeah, like the last couple that he caught flush were with Tino's arm around his neck, yeah. being held still. It's pretty ordinary. We interviewed Tim Zoo the other day, and um, very first, I said, "Did you see Origin?" He said, "Yeah." What about the fight and Pretty ordinary. They held him back. By the way, um, text message here. Oh, there's millions of texts coming through. Uh, where's the one about, uh, hey, boys, any chance we can turn off New South Wales Bias Radio? Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, yes. Oh, now, fair call. Very good. Fair call. You had your win. Just enjoy your yeah. win. Let us, let us suck. Exactly <laughs> right. Exactly right. 1-300-0-1-11-70 is a way to have your say. This is crunch time. All thanks to Isuzu, the missile, James Magnuson, Adrian Prezenko. I'm Joel Kane, but more importantly, you, the listener, are guiding this little rickety ship. 0457 736 736. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91